Good day, everyone. This is David Rizuko from Warriors Heart Ministries. Hope everyone's doing well. Today, I am going to get with you on something that God has laid on my heart recently, and it's very important to Christians, and it is the whole armor of God. I'm going to read the scripture in entirety, and then we're going to backtrack and break it down verse by verse, piece by piece. I always want to bring you the word of God because my opinion is irrelevant. So this section of scripture can be found in Ephesians 6. It is verses 10 through 20. This is the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6.10 reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. 14 says, Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. 15. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. 17. And take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Verse 19 reads, And for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. And 20, For which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And this is the Apostle Paul that had written the inspired word of God that came to him. So the whole armor of God breaks down like this. Verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Verse 10 says to me to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So that indicates and implies that we can be weak in the Lord and we can try to have power in our own might, in our own strength. And that's not what he intends for us to do. We are instructed to be strong in the Lord by seeking the things of him and seeking his will for us and to rest and stand on his power and just know that he is there and has our best interest and he has our back. Verse 11 reads, put on the whole armor of God that you may able that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So verse 11 says put on the whole armor meaning put on all of it that we cannot leave pieces out that we cannot leave places of vulnerability in our existence. And it says that you want to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, of the trickery of the devil, of our enemy. Verse 12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
so it's letting us know that oftentimes we try to see things in the natural and think that we are just wrestling against people, against man-made rules, against life in general, when in fact we are wrestling against traps and influence that is placed before us due to satanic and demonic influence. And it says against the rulers of the darkness of this age, meaning of this existence, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Verse 13 reads, therefore take up the whole armor of God. There, it says it again, the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. So again, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Verse 14 reads, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So there are two pieces that are discussed in this verse. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. And he's speaking about the belt of truth, which is what holds it all together. And the truth is our center. We're not going anywhere without the center. I like to liken it to playing defense against someone in basketball. They can always try to trick you and, and juke and jive you with their head and their arms, but they're going nowhere without their center, without their waist. Continuing on, it says, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate is a very important part of this armor. The breastplate covers our chest area. And if you think of it in the physical, that the breastplate covers a lot of vital organs. It covers your lungs, which you need those to breathe in air. It covers your kidneys, which you need those to expel waste out of your body. It covers your liver, which all is very important, your pancreas and so on and so forth. But most of all, most importantly of all, it guards your heart. It protects your heart from attacks, from arrows, swords, hammers, axes, so on and so forth. So that's the physical aspect of what a breastplate looks like. And then spiritually, it's meant to be a piece that you can stand before your enemy with your chest out saying that I am made right with God, that he has given me a new heart. He has replaced the desperately wicked heart that was within me with a new heart. And it's to protect from his fiery darts, from the arrows that he's going to shoot at you. Because whether if we want to realize it or not, they do come at us. You know, oftentimes when we get attitude or shade from people, it is coming through demonic influence that the devil is operating through people. And that will be anyone who can be around you. Verse 15 reads, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So I had to look up what the word shod means, and it is a form of the word shoed as a shoeing a horse, like you cover the hoofs of the horse so that its hooves are protected. So the shod is what the foot and lower leg coverings were 
in the in the arm uh, in the armor back in you know about 2000 years ago this is what the roman army wore to help cover and protect their feet also you're talking about in a spiritual level this is talking about your foundation that this is going to help guide and protect and secure the foundation of the steps of your mission, which if you are a Christian and you are a without a doubt Bible believing Christian, that you are always on a mission. You don't have to wait to go to another country to be on a mission. Everywhere we go is our mission field. That's the store, that's work, school. Everywhere we go is our mission field. 16 says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So that says above all, meaning most importantly, the shield of faith. Now, if you think of a shield in the terms of physical armor, that was a supplemental piece to the armor that helped protect against close attacks with swords uh, axes, hammers, and whatnot, but it also was a defense against long-range weaponry, such as arrows, darts, so on and so forth. And it says in verse 16, above all, to take up the shield of faith. So without the shield of faith, so far, all the pieces of armor are rendered useless because without faith, None of this is going to be effective, that it, you may have moments of success or effectiveness, but without faith, our works, our prayers, and so on and so forth are essentially null and void, that we have to have faith and we cannot toggle back and forth between belief and unbelief. We are going to be unstable in all our ways. Verse 17 says, and take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So again, that's two pieces. 17 begins and take the helmet of salvation. So if you think in terms of physical armor, the helmet protects your head. And if it's an enclosed in helmet, it's going to protect your eyes, your ears, your the backside of your head, your cheek, your mouth, so on and so forth. But most of all, it protects your brain. In spiritual terms, it protects your eyes, meaning the things that you see. And it'll help guide you on what you should look at and what not to look at. Your ears, meaning what you listen to, but more or less, you know, more or less what you seek out to listen to. We're going to hear all types of ugliness, but it's this is more or less talking about what we are seeking out to listen to. But most of all, it protects our mind, which is part of our being, our which is part of our soul, which is our mind, our will, and emotions. The helmet is an important piece because we need to be know that we are made right with God and he is the God of the living. He is not the God of the dead. So it's very important for us to know that we are right with God because the devil will come at you 
and remind you of all mannerism of things that you've done in your past. And we all have a past. And he will whisper lies to you about who you really are or you're not good enough or you're not qualified and so on and so forth. It's important for us to allow God to renew our minds and to know the voice of our creator so that we're not listening to a stranger's voice. That's where mankind fell in the first place was from listening to the stranger's voice. So it's very important for us to guard our minds. That's the key element of the helmet of salvation. Verse 17 continues and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is a very important piece of our armor and it is the only piece of our armor that is actually an offensive weapon. Everything that's been spoken of thus far is a defensive weapon. Now I want to liken this to the sport of football or any sport that has offensive and defensive aspects to the game. If your defense is the only portion of the team that's ever on the field, it is going to tire. If you think of a 60-minute football game, if they're simply just stopping the run or defending against the pass or what have you, for the entire time, they are going to tire. So I'm going to liken that to spiritual terms that on our defense, we will be attacked. Believe that. And we should always be ready for it. We should always be ready for the wiles of the devil. We should always be prepared for his darts to come at us. We should always be prepared for the accusations to come at us. That's the part and the importance of all the pieces of armor that have been discussed before. The sword of the spirit is when we get our offense on the field. And it continues on in verse 17, which says, which is the word of God. It is important for us to know the word of God, his inspired word, which is our Bible. This is, you know, also what God says. We stand on his word and it is the power of the spirit of God that we need to get this piece of offense on the field every day. We should never go to bed without blood on our sword. It's, it's important that we understand that a Christian walk, a effective, right-standing Christian walk is day by day, all day, every day, daily walk with God. It's not just Sundays. It's not just Wednesday night service or Thursday night Bible study. It's all day, every day. So it's important for us to be walking with this having on all this armor and definitely carrying that sword with us. And it's important to not just know the word and what it says, but it should be important for us to at least know where the, where the word is in the Bible. It's, it's even more effective if we can memorize the scripture, but at least get yourself to where the scripture is so that you are ready to give an answer or find advice, including if it's for yourself. This, th these things are very important for us to know. Continuing on, verse 18 says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit 
being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. So praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, the prayer and the supplication in the spirit is what helps fortify our armor and our sword. This is very important for us to know this. 19 says, and for me, that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. When you are in Christ, you should be able to speak boldly to people. You should be able to offer the knowledge of God. You should be able to offer the hope that is within you. You should be able to offer, this is why I choose this. This is why my life is better. This is why I have the outlook, a positive outlook, hopefully, on life and in all situations. And verse 20 finally says, For which I am an ambassador in change that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So that's Paul wrapping it up in this section for saying that I am an ambassador. I am a representative of Christ in chains that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. That Paul humbled himself. That he realized that Christ was his captor and that he was now a servant of Christ. But in in that servitude and with that empowerment that he was able to speak boldly as he ought to speak. So I hope that this section of scripture was helpful to you. It's, it's very helpful to me. It's something that I need to remind myself of every day. The main thing I take away from it is that we have to put on the whole armor of God. We need to put it on all of it all day, every day. I'm going to close it out in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your grace and I thank you for your mercy and I thank you for all your blessings and I thank you for the listeners and I pray that they were blessed and enlightened and they got revelations of your word, Father God. Just just help help us every day by strengthening us and, and putting a hedge of protection around us that you've given us the instruction for this hedge of protection, Father God. And we thank you for all this. And we thank you for all your blessings, for all you do and all you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. I really appreciate you listening. If you like what you heard, please like, subscribe, and share. And I hope you have the most radically blessed day ever. Thank you.